and welcome to Wild Women, the Wild Swimming Podcast. I'm Laura MacDonald. I've got quite a short but sweet newbie cast interview with Sarah Redmond today, but before we get there, I've got just a couple of bits of Podman to get through first. First of all, if you are enjoying the show and are willing and able to support it directly, then please head over to my Patreon page. If the podcast is worth the same as a cuppa and a slice of cake a month to you, then please do sign up. For that, you will get all sorts of exclusive members-only Wild Women content. I'm working on lots of ideas at the moment and will hopefully have lots of shiny Wild Women chat, merch, as well as ad-free versions of the podcast available for Patreon members only. That will be for as little as £3 a month and you will be seriously shaping the future of the show. Please remember you can follow and contact the show via Facebook and Instagram at WildWomenPod. If you tag your Instagram photographs with the hashtag WildWomen or tag me directly in them, I will tag those in my stories for my hashtag CheerUpTuesdays. It's been quite a long and grumpy week here. Um, I've not been able to get out for a swim all week. Firstly, because the landowner of my favourite swim spot has blocked access to the parking area, which means that it's pretty much impossible to swim there now, as there are very few spots nearby where you can park safely or considerately. The disappointment has been compounded by the fact that the weather this week has been far too wild for the other swim spot that I can get to locally. It's just a really open and exposed spot and it suffers a stiff breeze on otherwise still days. So this week it's just been too rough to be any fun. Fingers crossed that we get a break in the weather over the weekend because I'm not liking life on dry land. Because honestly, this one is my fault, but as well as not getting a swim, I've not even managed to get a dip in the garden tub because I emptied it last weekend to clean it. I reused the water uh, to water the garden, by the way, which now seems totally redundant because it's done nothing but rain since. But anyway, I went to refill it and this is when I found out that the garden tap is completely knackered. Anyway, have you had enough of my moaning? I expect so. So let's get to it. In today's episode of Wild Women, we meet Sarah Redman, a new wild swimmer who has gone from non-swimmer to obsessive in double quick time. We get into her reluctant beginning, right through to taking the lead and finding joy in the wild spaces around her. Okay, so my name is Sarah Redman. Fabulous, thank you very much. Yes. And my first question is always the same, and it's about your swimming style. So I have a little spectrum of swimmers. We've got dippers at one end, followed by swimblers. Mm-hmm. Then we've got serious swimmers, and we've got athletes who are competing right at the top end of the sport. So where do you put yourself on that scale? I am definitely a swimbler. Definitely. <laughs> When did you start swimming outdoors then? I started in the hot spring last year. So if you remember back to the the spring of last year, it was absolutely beautiful, sort of Mm. end of April, beginning of May. The weather was amazing. We were just getting to the end of lambing on the farm here. And um, my daughter, who is 11, said to me one afternoon, can we go down to the river for a swim? We've got a a river on our farm, so we're very lucky. And I ummed and ahed and then said, yeah, okay, we'll go down. And I loved it. It was just amazing. I kind of thought I'd stand on the edge, you know, for 10 minutes and think, yeah, okay, that's enough. Let's go home. But she couldn't get me out. It was amazing. (laughs) 
excellent. A complete convert. Absolutely. Yeah, completely. So uh, have you been much of a swimmer at all previously? No, I I have to admit, um, uh, I dislike swimming. Oh, I did dislike swimming. Um, I was the kind of parent who took their children to swimming lessons and let the teacher do what the teacher needed to do. <laughs> um, and whenever can we go swimming was mentioned, there was always an excuse. Um, or, or why don't you take your friend and then mummy can sit and drink coffee and watch you through the window. So no, absolutely not a keen swimmer in beforehand. <laughs> That's impressive. So in the last 10 months, You've gone from not a swimmer to starting your open water swim coaching training. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think the word addiction probably <laughs> comes into it. Um, yeah, just just went from, I suppose I started dipping, um, just getting in the water, in the river, hot days, and then realised that actually I loved it. Um, and it's just grown from there and now I think if if I'm not in the water at least twice a week um yeah there's there's something wrong badly wrong <laughs> where did this idea to um get a qualification for open water swimming come from then so backtrack back to the beginning of the summer last year um when we were allowed to meet people and my friend and I in the village decided we'd set up a sort of a, a swim group and just just set it up on Facebook see who might be interested got loads of interest um, started meeting up regularly the best day we had there was 12 of us we're very lucky where we live that we're surrounded not surrounded but we've got half a dozen beautiful locks within 10 or 15 minute drive so we just started meeting there as I say there was a, a great group of interest from the villagers everybody from the young to the old came along it was just great fun and then my friend and I just kept doing it I suppose her and I just it was easier for the two of us just to go with life commitments family children jobs etc um, we kept the swim group going. The swim groups goes now. We've got a Facebook group and a, a WhatsApp group. So whoever is going or was going prior to restrictions um, would just message on there and whoever was available would meet up. On the farm here, we've got an off-grid shepherd's hut that we rent out for accommodation. Um, and over the summer, when we were in in the bit where we were allowed to open, we rented it out through Airbnb. And I put a little note on there saying, you know, if anybody wants to do some wild swimming with me, we've got some great opportunities. A couple of people said, yeah, can you just tell me where to go, etc." And then one particular lady came and said, oh, can you take me? So I took her along and we had a brilliant time. In fact, I think you know this particular lady. <laughs> I think you might have chatted to her already. Is this Georgia? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Isn't outdoor swimming a small world? If you haven't yet listened to episode three of Wild Women, that is where you will also get to meet Georgia. And what a treat you have waiting. She's a sweetie. Yeah, I, I realised that actually probably what I had here, as in the locks very close by, was something that other people 
didn't have and might be interested in doing wild swimming is becoming a lot more not fashionable that's the wrong word but accepted maybe more people are doing it more people know about it the benefits so I thought okay well maybe we can work the two together offer wild swimming experiences but I didn't want to do this without having some kind of knowledge behind me and just getting in myself probably wasn't enough knowledge so I decided to bite the bullet and sign myself up for the STA Level 2 Open Water Swim Coaching Qualification. If you've listened to the Neil Adams episode of Wild Women, you'll remember the emphasis that he placed on getting the right qualifications. So if you, like Neil and Sarah, want to bring swimming into your professional life, then you can check out safetytrainingawards.co.uk and have a look at their open water swim coaching qualifications. And I have done so and I start in March. They're doing them online. So the first two days of theory online And then in May, as long as we're allowed to meet up, I've got to go and do my uh, practical assessment. Fantastic. It's really exciting. Really exciting. Really scary. Really daunting. (laughs) I think that's brilliant. Because you're you're in the southwest of Scotland, right? Yes. In Galloway. Yes. Um, I'm. We're actually South Ayrshire, but we're we're on the border. So the river on the farm is the border. So. Our farm's in South Ayrshire, but Dumfries is Galloway is the other side of the river. It's lovely. Very, very lucky to live here. So, oh, it's the baby awake. Oh, well. <laughs> Just John Boy's problem now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the baby is awake. My husband is dealing with it. He is more than capable. I am just joking. So what about your kind of favourite swims that you have? You're saying you've got a lot of options nearby. Where's the best? Oh, okay. So my favourite is um, some neighbours of us have a lock on their farm. So you go off the road, down a track, and you can park right in front of the lock. There's a little jetty with fishing boats because the fishing clubs go there sometimes. And that would be my favourite. That would be, you know, it's great. You can park right there in front of the lock. You can almost climb out your car and straight into the water and there is nine times out of ten there is never anybody there occasionally there are fishermen who look at me and think I'm completely nuts anglers tend to be not friends of swimmers (laughs) I've had a couple of experiences with them where they've They've been a little bit negative and tried to put me off. There is, in in one of the locks that we swim in, there is a very large pike um, that's in the lock. Um, and we know this because of the fishing competitions. And he was caught back um, in the sort of end of summer, beginning of the autumn. So there is pictorial evidence of a rather large pike in the lock Um And it did make us a little apprehensive the next time it went, but we decided we were bigger than he was anyway, so it was okay. (laughs) Yeah? I try not to think about things with teeth. And then one day I went and I met this guy who'd been fishing down there for over 20 years, and he, he was just amazed by what I was doing. And he watched me the whole time, and I couldn't get away from him afterwards. He chatted and chatted and chatted to me about the fact he'd never seen anybody get in the water and how amazing it was. Um, Yeah, so that was great. That was lovely, actually. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. When you started that story, I thought it was going to end up somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's funny. And I'm 
really glad that Sarah had a good experience on this occasion, but it's also really not funny. One of my biggest peeves, especially as a woman who is used to swimming alone the majority of the time, is men who are so surprised by meeting a swimmer that they just have to come up for a chat, usually about how mad they think I am. Now, I am not mentally unwell, at least not in the way that they are meaning, but I am soggy and I am shivering and I am pretty much naked, so please go away until I've got my bloody trousers on. I cannot be the only one that this happens to. It really rips my knitting. Fantastic. And what about if you had any really memorable swims? Oh, memorable swims. Probably my memorable. Is it me? Yeah, it was amazing. My friend and I went down to Loch Troll in, in the Galloway Forest, which again isn't too far from us, and we swam and it was just just a little bit rainy, misty, and we swam down the lock, round an island and back again. And as we were coming back, the mist was sort of hanging and it lifted and you could see the, the Galloway Hills in the background behind the lock and all the sort of rain was dripping off the trees. And it was just amazing. But to be honest, every swim is memorable because every swim is completely different. That sounds phenomenal. Yeah. And tell me, you mentioned that you are going to be a mental health swims host as well. So what's that going to involve? Yeah, um, I've been following them, following them on Instagram for a while, the mental health swim people. And there seems to be more and more hosts popping up all over the country. And I decided just before Christmas that I'd have a look and see how how you go about becoming a host. And you just go on the website and, and apply, really. And I'd had a look and Scotland doesn't seem to have many hosts or as many hosts as other areas. And I think probably sort of the bigger places, Edinburgh, Glasgow, that's, you know, the bigger locks, the more well-known places have got the groups, but we tend to get a bit forgotten in this area. And I wanted to sort of give people something and I just wanted to share what I do. So it, you you choose your location, you choose when you want to run your swims. Um, I'm Hopefully when we're allowed to, I should be running them once a month on a Sunday morning and they're free for anybody to come along. There's no pressure to swim. If you don't want to swim, you don't have to swim, come and enjoy the chat swim dip do whatever it's it's just a a way of meeting chatting relaxing whatever sharing sharing the love of where we live really that's brilliant if you haven't heard of them before mental health swims organize group swims in supportive environments for people with mental health issues and let's face it a lot of us are having mental health difficulties after this last year. I doubt you'd be listening to this podcast if you weren't already aware of the head-clearing benefits of cold water, but if you would like more information about mental health swims and their work, I will link to their website in the show notes. I signed up for the Alzheimer's UK swimming challenge that ran in October. And as I say, I'm, I'm not competitive. I'm, I'm really the least competitive person in the whole world. I, I just do things for fun, not to win. You know, I'm the kind of mother that goes, it's okay, just take part. And the kids are like, oh, but we want to win. Um, <laughs> so I signed up for the Alzheimer's UK swimming challenge. You chose how much you wanted to raise. You chose how, how far you wanted to swim. And it, it was an open water challenge. So I wanted to raise £500 and swim 12k now you didn't have to do this all in one go you could do it over however long it took 
well not however long because there was a time limit but you know there was no pressure to swim 1k or 2k in a day so quite often it was just half a k just kept adding it up I set myself a challenge of 500 pounds and I raised just under a thousand pounds I was absolutely amazed by the generosity of people Alzheimer's is very close to my heart unfortunately my father-in-law suffers from it so it, it was something that I really wanted to do and it was lovely to be swimming and doing something that I love but also raising money so that yeah I was very proud of that that is superb well done thank you that is a good effort how long did it take you to do the 12k took me about a month my last swim was on the last day of the month um I left it and I had to do the last one on the last day of the month and I went late in the afternoon the sun was setting my daughter had made me a banner to put up on the side of the lock and it was just it was fantastic it was lovely fabulous um what about your daughter is she still swimming after that river dip that set you off (laughs) (laughs) she hasn't swum for a while um she's much like me um she she has a a hate of wetsuits so she refuses to swim over the winter because she won't put a wetsuit on um and she's not stupid enough like me to swim in just in just my swimming costume <laughs> good for yeah, her so but I, I think she's looking forward to it to it warming up and and getting back in again definitely thank you very much for giving me your time that's cool brilliant Um, thank you very much thank you thank you now i think i'm gonna have to go and rescue the john boy because that baby is still crying so (laughs) (laughs) okay okay thank you cheers all right bye-bye that was an absolute treat if you want to keep up with sarah and find out how she's getting on studying for her qualifications then you can follow her at sarah underscore swims underscore outdoors on instagram if you were intrigued by the idea of her off-grid shepherd's hut you can follow them at creeside underscore escape there will be links to both of these in the show notes do remember that you can follow the podcast on facebook and instagram at wild women pod please tag me in your swim photos over the weekend and i will share them for on my stories for cheer up tuesday also please remember to check out my patreon For the princely sum of £3 a month, you can directly support the podcast and help it grow. Thank you, as always, to Mary St. Mary of the Housecoat Project for granting me permission to use the theme music. You can find links to their work in the show notes as well. Until next time, keep on swimbling.